Merson has scored it. Arsenal legends Paul Merson, John O'Shea and Wes Brown are coming to Dublin. It's an exclusive off-air event, so if you want to be there, get on to offtheball.com forward slash events. Just Eat, the official food delivery partner of the UEFA Champions League. OTB's Rugby Daily with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered to your door. Deliveroo. Food. We get it. Welcome to Friday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack and on the way, Leinster and Toulouse have named their teams for tomorrow's Heineken Champions Cup semi-final. We hear from Leo Cullen and James Ryan on that big game at the Aviva. While Sia Khaleesi has gone under the knife four months out from the World Cup and Munster have appointed a new academy and pathways manager. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered to your door. Deliveroo. Food. We get it. First today, Leo Cullen has named his starting 15 for tomorrow's Heineken Champions Cup semi-final with Toulouse. The headline news is that Robbie Henshaw misses out through a quad injury. His place at inside centre goes instead to Charlie Natai. In better news for Cullen, Josh van der Flaer has been past fit to start despite concerns over an ankle injury and he will earn his 50th cap starting at open side flanker. So that Leinster team in full has Hugo Keenan at full back. The wings are manned by Jordan Larmer and Jimmy O'Brien. Gary Ringrose is partnered by Natai in the centre. Then it's a half-back partnership of Ross Byrne and Jemison Gibson-Park. In the front row, it's Andrew Porter, Dan Sheehan and Tyke Furlong. Ross Maloney is alongside Captain James Ryan in the second row. A blindside flanker is Caelan Doris, Josh van der Flaer is on the open and Jack Conan will start at number 8. Among the replacements are John McKee, Kean Healy, Michael Ala-Alatoa, Jason Jenkins, Ryan Bird, Luke McGrath, Harry Byrne and Kieran Frawley. An ankle issue means Toulouse hooker Julien Marchand is fit enough only for a place on their bench. Fellow France international Piatto Movaca will start instead. That Toulouse team in full has Thomas Ramos at full back with Puma's international Juan Cruz Malia on one wing and Matisse Lebel on the other. Pierre-Louis Barassi is at outside centre with former Connacht man Peter Aki inside him. Then it's that scary halfback partnership of Roman Antimac and Antoine Dupont. In the front row, it's Cyril Bay, Piatto Mavaca and Dorian Aldegheri. Packing down in the second row are Emmanuel Miafu and the Aussie Richie Arnold. Jack Willis starts on the blind side, Thibaut Flamont on the open and Francois Crow is at number eight. Leinster head coach Leo Cullen was asked today what he expects from Toulouse tomorrow. Um, big physical pack uh, forwards that they have, so I think they'll be very direct. Um, when they have the ball, I think they'll be pretty direct, confrontational. Um, they kick the ball a fair amount. You know, I, I know, like sort of Toulouse's reputation of sort of free-flowing, offloading rugby, but I, I think they'll be pretty pragmatic. I think particularly at the start of the game, um, and as the game starts to open up, then they start to move the, the ball around, and you, know, you see a lot of their points come late in games. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be you know they'll try to take some physically, which which is good because that's what we want as well. Um, good physical challenge for our guys and that's what you want to do you want to test yourselves against the best teams right there um, it's, it's a brilliant challenge isn't it you know so they have plenty of quality um, you can't switch off for a second you know some of the players that they have sort of game changing players and that's the, all the things we talked about over the last week and even before that as well well, Captain James Ryan was asked if the Leinster pack has a specific plan in place to cope with the physicality of Miafu in particular. No, probably not a specific plan. It's it's more just um, to lose pack as a whole. Um, no, even Arnold, second round next to him, is, is a big physical player as well. So um, they have another number of guys there that are very strong in the, in the contact area, um, whether it's in the mall or over the ball. Willis is another guy. Um, so um, we, we probably wouldn't pay too much attention to one player, but definitely respect him and, and are aware of his, uh, his strengths. 
Ryan also aimed a dig at the EPCR over their ticket prices for tomorrow afternoon's game. We can't wait. It's going to be 40, 40 plus thousand. I'm not sure if it's quite a sellout. It probably would be if the EPCR lowered the, some of the ticket prices a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, but no, the support we get um, is incredible. It's a, it's a huge point of difference for us. So we're going to need it tomorrow uh, and we can't wait. And finally, Leo Cullen was asked how they'll cope with that Toulouse pack. I think they'll go hard around just like the, the physical part of the game. Um, you know, even say, like the like bringing in someone like Jack Willis, like I think there's sort of with the, the breakdown in mind. Um, you're always curious, okay, what, what a club looks to bring in a player like that. What are they actually trying to sign? Because it's quite unusual the circumstances of someone like him coming in. Um, but definitely around that um, breakdown threat, as I said, he's someone that's going to change the dimension of their game slightly so again it's just something that we always need to be aware of um, in terms of what the opposition are trying to do to us so um, but yeah I just think it's, it's on the day isn't it like it's yeah last year yeah they played the 100 minutes maybe the travel and there definitely is a little bit of that I've heard some of their comments this week about that maybe they got things wrong around some of the selections leading into that game or that sequence of games um, you know for us we, we've been away in Leicester the previous week um, you know, after starting the game well we were probably a bit dissatisfied the way we played in the second half in particular um, so everyone was keen to put in a big performance and you know, it's important that yeah, there's just little subtleties in the dynamic but again it's just it's on the day isn't it so you know you need to be prepared to deal with whatever comes your way on any given day so um, but in terms of specifically to lose, yeah, like if you're looking like a Jack Willis, he's definitely someone that is like, oh, what have they tried to do there in terms of why are they trying to sign that type of player? So it's definitely around the breakdown. I think that's his his strength, is his game, is as a defensive jackler. Don't forget, there's a 3 p.m. start at the Aviva tomorrow afternoon. The game is live and in full on Off the Ball. Andy Dunn will be alongside Connor Morris for commentary. Turning our attention to the other semi-final, soon-to-be Munster centre Sean O'Brien will start back-to-back knockout games for Exeter. He's been named alongside Henry Slade in their centre for Sunday's meeting with defending champions La Rochelle in Bordeaux. There's something of a surprise at full-back with Stuart Hogg on the bench and Tom Wyatt starting. Like Hogg, Sam Simmons could be playing his final European game for the Chiefs on Sunday. While Hogg is retiring, Simmons is leaving for Montpellier after this season. But Exeter head coach Rob Baxter says those players still have plenty to offer particularly come this Sunday well I think the trouble is the narrative of this season or especially the second half of the season has been all about the players who are leaving but what people forget is they're still here at the moment you know Sam Simmons is still here Joe Simmons is still here Stuart Hogg's still here Jack Noel's still here you know they're still here they're still playing you know they're still in the team they're still going to be involved Yannis Kirsten you know he's big, big name player but he's still here Dave Hewitt's still here you know they're, they're not, they haven't gone you know and they're still capable of getting on the pitch and playing like international quality players and that's that's got to be the job. You know, this this week is about bringing that together and bringing that experience together. You know, we've still got very good players to stay. And Ollie Woodburn's been Player of the Year. You know, he's going to be on the pitch. Johnny Gray is an international second row. He's going to be on the pitch. You know, Scott Searle is an Australian international. He's going to be on the pitch. You know, we've got a Georgian international prop. He's going to be on the pitch. Do you know what I mean? I think people just sometimes it's all forgetting that we've still got a good group of players, and they all come together. They all see this game as one. It's going to be a 
it's going to be a very, very good game. As expected, Jonathan Dante misses out for La Rochelle with a rib injury. UJ Ciotini and Jules Favre will start for them in the centre. Dylan Lades comes on the wing, allowing Favre to move into the centre, while in the pack, Roman Sazi starts in the second row in place of Thomas Lavo. Sia Khaleesi is in a race against time to be fit for the World Cup. The Springbok captain suffered a ruptured ACL while playing for the Celsius Sharks against Munster in the URC. While Khaleesi had explored options other than surgery, the 31-year-old has gone under the knife today in Cape Town. Sources close to Khaleesi say he hopes to be fit in time for the tournament in France. The box first pool game is on September 10th against Scotland in Marseille. Their third comes against Ireland at the Stade de France just under a fortnight later. In better news for Khaleesi, he was among five South Africans to be bestowed with the National Order of Ikamanga. The award recognises South African citizens who've excelled in the arts, culture, literature, music, journalism and, in Khaleesi's case, in sport. Finally, Gerald Prendergast has been appointed as the new Munster Rugby Academy and Pathway Manager. The Limerick native will replace Ian Costello, who is switching to the role of Head of Rugby Operations for the province. Prendergast has been Director of Rugby at Young Munster for the last seven years. He's also Head Coach of the Ireland Club's International 15. The IRFU's Head of Elite Player Development, Peter Smith, says Prendergast will work alongside Costello and indeed the IRFU to ensure players are given the best possible environment to achieve their goals. That's it for today's and indeed this week's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed wherever you happen to consume your podcasts. My name is Richie McCormack and I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo next week. Enjoy the weekend.